Welcome to today's daily audio podcast with Pastor Ken Spicer. We invite you to search the scriptures daily and allow God's love, grace, and favor to be the hallmarks of your life. Now prepare your hearts to hear a word from God today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. We are uh, just going to recap a little bit about this healing that happened in, um, in uh, Joppa uh, with Peter and a lady named Tabitha. Remember, he had just raised up the paralytic man who had been bedridden for eight years. And then it begins to tell the story, Luke does, the, the author of the book. He begins to tell the story of Tabitha, a woman um, who lived in Joppa. And she was well-known, well-respected, well and she died. So they had prepared her body, laid her in an upper room, and then in the meantime had heard that in the neighboring city, uh, this miracle had been done through Peter, and they sent for him to come. And he came immediately. And what I want to point out here is this, that it says in verse 40 of chapter 9, but Peter, um, well, that Peter, when he came in, he put them all out, and he knelt down, and he prayed. And turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. You know, I would like to know what he prayed, wouldn't you? I would like to know exactly word for word what he said in order to get this miracle. But do you know that I believe the reason that his prayer is not recorded is because I don't really think it matters that much. I don't, I'm not even sure he prayed very, very long or very elaborately. See, sometimes when we think that we are facing a big deal, a, a, a tough obstacle, man, we feel like we've got to really get prayed up and we've got to really get stirred up and we've got to really get our, uh, our, our words right and we've got to really get focused. And you know, it's not about us. It's about what Jesus has already accomplished and our faith in that work. Do you remember when Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus? Uh, he didn't really pray that much, did he? In fact, his prayer was all about just saying, God, I just thank you that you hear me when I speak to you. Uh, and I don't think that he was all that worried about the outcome because he was trusting in God. So when he got down to the tomb, he just simply said, Lazarus, come forth. And um, I'm telling you, he came forth. And God did exactly what was spoken uh, by Jesus. And so I think the prayer is, you know, it could be anything that's, that, that you decide to pray in that moment. But I'm telling you, the, the deal and the purpose of, this, of, of my point here is to know that Jesus did the hard part. He did the work. It is complete. And so everything we're drawing down on has already been provided for us. So to, for us to think that we've got to gin up all this faith and all this, you know, whatever, all this power, and our, our hands need to be hot with the anointing or we need to sense God or whatever. Listen, it's not about us. And people who start talking like that are wrapped up in a works-based mentality and probably rarely see God move because he's not dependent on us. All we have to do is trust him to use us as the conduit to deliver that power. And, and it's his power. It is his promise. It is his redemption. And it is Jesus Christ that died on the cross. So he just simply, he prayed, whatever it was, it, it wasn't worth mentioning apparently. And he turned to the body and he said, Tabitha, arise. That's what's important. Je Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Uh, Peter, just the day before or in a few verses previous, he said to the paralytic man, get up, you know, Jesus the Christ has made you whole. Get up and make your bed. 
And so I think we see in, in what they're saying to the people that need healing, or in this case, being resurrected from the dead, I think we see something very powerful in that, that they're not praying for an hour or two, and then, okay, now God will do this because he's impressed with my ability to pray. Uh, that's not it at all, friend. It is a completed work. Isn't that, isn't that exciting? Well, let's move on now into chapter 10, verse 1. It says, There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion who uh, of what was called the Italian regiment. He was a devout man, verse 2, and one who feared God, and all with all of his household, and he gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he had observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And the angel said to him, Your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa, and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodging with Simon a tanner, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. And when the angel who spoke to him had departed, Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier from uh, among those who waited on him continually. And so, he, uh, so when he explained all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. Isn't that exciting to know that... Um, God can just uh, share information with people and have them come and find you. I mean, here Peter had traveled down uh, to, you know, Lydda. He had engaged um, this, this paralytic. He had spoken life to him, and he was healed by the power of God. And then he was summoned over to Joppa, and he ministered to, the, to Tabitha and raised her from the dead. And now there's a man in Caesarea that needs a miracle. He, he here, Here's the miracle he needs. He needs salvation. He desires to be a child of God. He desires to have fellowship with God. He's not a Christian. He's not a Jew. He's outside um, the covenant, if you will. But this angel comes and tells him how to get saved. And this is what he says. Send somebody down to Joppa and get that fellow Peter. Do you know why I believe that God put Peter on Cornelius's heart? And I believe it's because he knew Peter would respond. Friend, will you respond? Will I respond? I'd like to think that I would. I believe that if we are willing to respond to the hurts of people, even though it is not hardly ever convenient, I believe people will think of us in their, distra- in their, in their distress and will send for us to come and preach life. Um, I just believe that's important. Uh, I believe that is something that God wants us to be um, available for. And Peter was available. So now this man is sending down to get Peter to come and tell him about salvation. What I enjoy about this also, this story, is that the angel didn't preach the gospel. The angel didn't share the plan of salvation. He didn't talk to him about Jesus or anything. He just said, go get Peter and have him come and um, and and he will you know he will minister into this situation. He will tell you what you must do. And and friend, if you ever have an angel show up to try to tell you anything pursuant to the gospel, you need to rebuke that angel because it's not an angel of God. Because angels don't preach the gospel, they uh, that is not for them to do. That is our 
uh, assignment here on this earth from God. And so uh, this is an exciting part of Scripture. I'm telling you, uh, tomorrow what we'll do is we'll start up in verse number 9 and we'll get into Peter's vision because something happens very, very powerful and, and very important to the New Testament church just before those people show up to bring Peter back to Cornelius' house in Caesarea. So at any rate, friend, just remember this, that if you are available, God will use you in the lives of people. I'm going to challenge myself this week to be more available than ever before. I want God to use me. I want to get into the habit of being available. I want to get into the habit of, of, of having people uh, you know, need what I have and be willing to share that because you're going to cross paths with all kinds of people with all kinds of needs. And here's the good news. You have the answer, and his name is Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Well, thank you for your time today, friend. I'll see you right here tomorrow morning on the podcast. God bless. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We pray you are blessed by God's word. For more information, visit our website at www.newcreationca.org.